Hey, welcome to All Over the Place, episode 143, Give Back Sunday. Zanies, Rosemont. This is exciting. Look at this. A lot, I think, feel like a lot of you didn't go to church today. feel like this was your good deed, huh? Like, we can skip it. Yeah, they came out, man. They came out for us. We got some great groups. Uh, we have some people from ah, LaGrange. Oh. One of your favorite town signs. We got some people here from EP, Evergreen Park. Evergreen came out Park. on 294. Put the iPass to work. Yeah. I just got a ticket in the mail from Evergreen Park. That was a fun day. Are you serious? Yeah, it's nice when you open the mailbox, you're hoping for something good, and instead you get a picture of you running a red light. That's always fun. They're like, you can contest it. I'm like, mm, there's video, you know? Like, I was sticking my head out the window driving like Ace Ventura. That was a bad move in hindsight, but uh, yeah. Which intersection were you at? I don't even remember. I feel like it was 87th, 89th and something. I don't know. Areas I don't normally... AP, 87th? You got, you got some narcs there? Talk to us. Where is it posted? They got the red light. 87 Kedsey, spoken like a man who's gotten the same letter that I did in the mail. It's family tradition. Had a boy. I was leaving his house, I believe. I think I know who that is. At a high rate of speed, so it was a red light or a speed? I think it was, uh, it was a red light. Nice they zoom in and they see if you have an EP sticker That's on your car. Do. And if you don't, they mail you a ticket. Uh, we, we're, we also have Open Heart Magic here, right? Yes, we do. We got a group from Open Heart Magic. And I believe we have some of our friends from Danny Did, another great organization to work with. There's some Danny Did crew as well. We have some great friends at Danny Did. Open Heart Magic, I, uh, you know, Katie's husband, Sean McCarthy, mm -hmm. is very involved there. And uh, that's, I saw him at the hospital when our son was being treated. Okay. And this is an organization. They go into hospitals and they do magic for kids. That's incredible. That are sick. That's incredible. And then the kids are like, can you cure me? <laughs> <laughs> what else can you make disappear? <laughs> I love all these magic powers you have. <laughs> Can you get me out of here? We are limited to this deck of cards. I'm in intensive care! <laughs> it's an incredible service they provide. <laughs> you just leave it there. Great. All Anything right. else we want to jump into right off the bat? Wow. I just want to gauge where the audience is at. Right. This is, uh, that's a joke I was able to make after some time and distance. <laughs> No, but they do awesome work, Absolutely. and um, we want to acknowledge them. And we're going to be giving back to a lot of these groups tonight. We just got to do a little bit of a, uh, you know, backtrack some paperwork, Once some we numbers. Get, we'll get the big giant thermometer. Do organizations hang on to those, do you think, or do they rent them throughout the year? Do you think someone <laughs> takes home the big thermometer until next year's charitable event? The big fat check? <laughs> That's what I want. I want to get to the point where we have a huge check, and we hand them out. We will be like a, uh, a real charitable, like a, because there's so many different charities, right? Yeah. Some are ugh, a little shady. I mean, there's all. Some there's, are not. There's levels, like anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. You always want to have like a, uh, you know, I don't know what it means, but it's legit when they're like, it's a 501c3. <laughs> it's a nonprofit. Numbers. I remember as a kid, they used to always give us like the the UNICEF boxes. Did you get those? Do you remember those? Anyone? I remember those. You had like a little box with money in it, and you'd be like, how do they tell how much was in there? And you're like, oh well, they just trust you. And eight-year-old Jimmy Flanagan was like, really? They just. <laughs> They just, just peel the nickel me, off. Huh? That was taped to a piece of paper. Trying to like shake something out of the top of it, you know. <laughs> get a pack of juicy fruit at lunch. See if you could get a quarter through. Yeah, I've changed since then. Don't worry. But there is a lot of. Uh, I was just watching Jimmy V Foundation. They oh, just yeah. had the uh, SB Awards. They gave a big one to Dick Vitale. Yeah. And um, you know they've been around forever. They're like a legit one. 
Absolutely. You know, and because there's some celebrities that you almost like put together. You with associate their, with certain with, charities and things like that, right? I saw a commercial the other day for St. Jude. We're talking about kids mm -hmm. and uh, pediatric cancer in particular. St. Jude was started, you forget, by a comic, Danny really? Thomas, right? Really? He started. This is what comics do. Did you know Danny Thomas? Is this, our, is this our This St. is like Jude's? around the time Mr. Ed was probably on TV. This is like way back. Yeah, this Danny is black Thomas. and white television, correct? His daughter, Marlo, is running it now. Ah, okay. Do you know her? I know the name. Phil Donahue. Anyway. What does Phil Donahue have to do with He's that? married to, to Marlo. Really? Yeah. They're, They're all connected, Jim. They're all Scientologists. There are a lot of people in this They're room. They're all aliens. Big Danny Thomas fans in the crowd. They are like, that is correct. We can go. Good. But they're always they're always raising money, and and you know I'm I'm Catholic, so I I've been fundraising my whole life. <laughs> I am a walking fundraiser. My kids now go to school like I have a dollar so I can wear sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta That's bribe amazing. the people to just to dress down. That is the Catholic way, isn't You're it? You're wearing a college shirt unless you bring us some money. <laughs> You can be in your pajamas tomorrow if you bribe us. It's like a constant shakedown. I mean, think about the things that you did. I used to sell, I used going door to door selling taffy apples yeah. for the organization. There's Catholics, they send you out. They're like, go tell your neighbors you're going to walk around the neighborhood for six miles and they will pledge you. We like, will they give me anything for getting pledges? I'm walking around for this bullshit. <laughs> That's a tough sell, a walkathon. We used to do a swimathon. Swimathon. That then, sounds actually. Well, here's the here's the problem though. What they would do is they would like pledge a certain amount per lap that you swam. So now you're going to your neighbors, telling them the theme, and then they're sizing you up to feel like like, <laughs> like we can go a dollar a lap for this kid. <laughs> He's not gonna make it very far. That one swims. We're going to dime a lap for that kid. It was like what they're giving me. Yeah, they're just happy you made it. You know. They're oh, just, that's a good one though. That's great. Is it? I don't know. I don't need the whole neighborhood betting on me or against me. That's not. <laughs> they loved it when I came by. They're like, yeah, he was here three times on Halloween. You give him as much as he wants for this. He's not making it many laps. <laughs> we recognize this kid from other holidays. Yeah, there is not a, um, a, a missed opportunity to raise some dough for the Catholics. But they, uh, you know, we used to have pizza, pizza day, hot dog day, anything. You know, a lot of raffles. Yeah, a lot of so. raffles. So, I love that, because that's still prevalent, right? Like the, the gambling raffles. I love that. It's a house of worship, and it's like, we're going to do everything right. Also, uh, make sure your parents pick up a card from this deck. Oh, yeah. You have the priest, like, wrapping up the homily with, like, go out this week and treat others, you know, with all that. And then at the end of the Mass, like, hey, don't forget, this Friday is casino night. <laughs> We're going to be in the gym. We're, we're going to transform into Atlantic City. <laughs> Remember when, like, charitable songs were a big thing? When everyone would just get together, and that's how they solved problems? Oh, we, just need, like... we need a We Are the World right now. We do. What was the big Band-Aid? The... Can you imagine they did We Are the World now? Just, just... <laughs> just Everyone's a, standing very far a, apart from each other. A huge brawl. <laughs> oh, there's Kid Rock. Let's kick his ass. <laughs> Yeah, they have um, got, kind of gotten away from that. They yeah. did. The, I remember the Christmas album they did. That was great. I think that was just called like "Don't They Know It's Christmas," which amazing. Thirty years ago, no one just knew the whole. The biggest issue was awareness of a holiday we definitely are aware of now. 
We should do that now called Do They Know It's September? Maybe we shouldn't have the ads on yet for Christmas. Do they know it's Christmas? Maybe they don't celebrate Christmas. You ever think about that? Well, they're gonna there are people that has anything to say about it. They're Christian. <laughs> do they know it's Christmas? Yeah, we, you know, drinking too is a big part of, uh, you know, I don't know how many all you can drinks I've been to to raise some dough. <laughs> right? Those are great. We would do a lot of You know, the uh, Morrissey's have fallen on hard times, so we're raising some money this weekend. We're going to be at Cork from 5 to 10. <laughs> it's 30 bucks, all you can drink. We're doing it for them, not for me. You're still there at 1 a.m. We'll be there right at 5, though. <laughs> and I'm taking all you can drink, very literally. Still there at 1 a.m. getting extra credit. <laughs> We used to do a lot of candlelight bowling for charity. That was one of my favorites. Like, Where did you grow up? Uh, the western suburbs. Guys, get out of the pool. We're going to bowl now. <laughs> what happened to someone in the neighborhood? Honey, grab my balls. I need to make it down to the lanes. Candlelight bowling? Candlelight. We do like bowling fundraisers. <laughs> How would that solve anything? I have no idea. Was it just in a regular bowling alley? I think alley it was just the bowling the alley's off? way of being like, guys, there's problems. Let's make us some money. I think, I think all we did was raise money for the bowling alley in hindsight. I don't think it went anywhere else. How can we really molest people in this bowling alley? <laughs> uh, turn the lights off. <laughs> and we'll just put some candles around and say it's for charity. <laughs> uh, try it. I'll be in the bathroom. Where did you bowl? That, that happened to you. That's my question. <laughs> They're asking where I grow up. I want to know where you went bowling. Dude, bowling alleys have like a negative connotation in my family for some reason. I'll tell you why. I used to walk through a bowling alley to go to school, Maplewood Lanes, walked through the parking lot, and they hated us. They hated the kids. We would try and go in there, and it was just, you know, who's bowling at 2 o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon on a Wednesday? Not normal. Okay, fair enough. All right, I get you there. Yeah. People that are up to no good, basically. <laughs> it was a real shady place. And then if I ever came home from like a, like a party where people were smoking, drinking, that's what my mom would say to me. You smell like a bowling alley. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> She's like, everyone else says ashtray. I'm going to be specific. <laughs> but did you guys like walk through the cemetery just everywhere you went? Yeah, we were either in a cemetery or a bowling alley. Were there no roads where you lived? Were there... <laughs> making fun of my existence everywhere you guys went had something weird going on Did, would you make the joke would you be like hey, let's cut through this alley and then you open the door yeah go right through, through the lanes <laughs> that's what i would do every time i was a kid it was a shortcut through this alley careful there's a lot of candles yeah we weren't we weren't allowed to hang out there and then there was another nicer bowling alley in the suburbs in oakland there was uh, arena lanes which was <laughs> the mall of bowling alleys they had cable tv they had sports channel, sports vision. Sure. So like the White Sox, you couldn't see them unless you were at, you know, I would go to the bowling night with my dad. He would begrudgingly take me. That was the only way I think my mom let him sign up for the league. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? You're going to be bowling now every Wednesday night? Or you're taking the damn kids. <laughs> and we would just run around the bowling alley. What kind of married with children life did you have that the bowling alley is the bad place to go? That's amazing to me. That, yeah, that was our... Our existence. I love but it. I was never good at bowling. I know Jim bowled in high school. I did. And um, let's talk about something more fun. I don't know. <laughs> <We're done>. I <laughs> want to get into my average or anything. I was pretty good. That's all we need to know. Uh, I was pretty, pretty good. All right. That's all. Yeah, that's it. So you just got back from a big, long trip. Can we talk about this? You just went on a massive road trip with the family. Yeah, it's good to be back with you in person, man. We've been doing the Zoom shows. 
I was out uh, east with the family, had some shows out. Well, we were doing the shows together, but then yeah, driving all over. It was, it was a good trip, man. I think my kids have really changed. They've evolved from seeing things, right? After you travel a little bit, you go down, you get to walk around a hotel by yourself, get ice, put them to work. Go down, get a room key. I lost it. We were staying in so many hotels, I would like have like the, the key from the night before. Like, oh shit, this is the Hilton. And we're at the, the Hampton Inn, which sounds a lot nicer in New England. <laughs> We're at the Hampton. Yeah, we got a spot in the Hamptons. Yeah, they have free cinnamon rolls in the morning. It's pretty great. It's nice. <laughs> the Continental. Yeah, so yeah, the trip was good. Um, some car sickness on the way home, though. We drove through West Virginia. Have you driven through the state of West? It's a mountain. The whole yeah. state is mountain. It's just all Appalachia, which we learned how to say on this podcast. We used to yeah. say Appalachia. Mm-hmm. Right? When and we were... they got real mad at us, and they have guns, so we went with Appalachia. <laughs> we are... <laughs> We're good listeners. <laughs> like, what, how did you guys even get access to this? <laughs> how are you hearing this? <laughs> but it is beautiful. It is beautiful. And, um, you know, I was saying to you earlier, like, I feel like I'm empathetic as a person. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> I don't believe in car sickness. <laughs> so when my kids say, like, oh, I don't feel like we're driving, I'm just like, stop. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Look at the horizon. Look at the window. Look out, you know? Both of our boys threw up. <laughs> Started to take it a little more seriously. <laughs> they You're had still bags. Fine. They had bags. Um, but I think that's where it hit them, like in, in being in the mountains. Sure. You know? Because driving through there is a experience. You're hugging the rails. And a lot of times there, are, there is no rail. You're just on the side of the mountain, and you go up, and then you go over one, and then you go up, and, and you'd go, like, it's like a cartoon, like when you're <laughs> driving through the mountains. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's beautiful. We saw some, uh, some stars, man, big time. Yeah? Have you ever really seen stars? Like, really? The clear sky. Just left to right. I'm talking, like, to your right, there's stars. Like, down. It was like, uh, you ever been to Omnimax? <laughs> Right? You sure, ever seen a movie at Omnimax at Science and Industry, the museum, and you look and the screen is round around you? That's what it looked like, dude. It looked like it was fake. <laughs> it really did. We saw the International Space Station. Really? Going by. Because he's got an app. Okay. Pete, who owns the property. Have you seen the apps that you point at the sky? It just shows you whatever you're... Like, yeah. That's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. Are they is. pretty accurate? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're like, they'll isolate... Um, like, you know, a dipper. <laughs> just, just any dipper? The medium dipper? Uh-huh. Not as popular. No. The venti dipper? Little and big, people love. Mm -hmm. No one talks about the middle dip. <laughs> I'm not into constellations, by the way. Really? Are you? I couldn't I don't tell. Even like I thought you were a big constellation I guy. believe in them. You ever see people like, oh, there's the centaur right there. Like, <laughs> bullshit. That is, no one sees anything. It's four stars. That's all it is. Like, they're not... But it does give you a, you know, reminds you of your place. Sure. Shooting stars. You see uh, planets. He was pointing out some planets. Um, <laughs> a lot of Uranus jokes from the kids. Okay. They were enjoying it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you have to really get out. And I thought it was always pollution that you can't see, like in a city. Because of the pollution that you can't see the stars. But I what do you believe was now? corrected. Light, it's actually a lot of it is the light in the city. 
the light that we have from our signs, streets, buildings. Like blocks. Blocks the stars. So maybe it's not as, you know, we, we, we do have pollution issues, no doubt. But maybe we would see more without the, uh, the light. You sure it's not just because you were closer when you were on top of a mountain? When you were bowling by candlelight, do you mm -hmm. remember seeing more constellations? Yeah, because they had the glow-in-the-dark stickers on top of the bowling alley for, <laughs> for cosmic bowling. Now we're speaking my language, absolutely. I was like, look, there's the medium dipper. And everyone's like, wow, this guy loves constellations. And I was like, I have an app. And they're like, what's that? And I'm like, they'll invent it one day, and I'll explain that. That's like every... <laughs> Can I get bumpers, please? Every girl's dorm room in the oh 90s. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. Those are your stars? <laughs> yes. I adopted a dolphin, too. <laughs> Do you want to see my dolphin certificate? No, I'm going to leave. One of those stars is mine. My boyfriend <laughs> bought it for me. <laughs> that was like a gift in high school. Oh. Can you get her a star, dude? <laughs> you can literally buy her a yeah. star. I couldn't afford that. We just adopted them highways. That's what I would do for my girlfriend's term. <laughs> like, I got you a mile? Like, yeah, I'd be like, here, happy birthday. If you want to go clean this place up, that'd be great. <laughs> 83 by 290, you could really use it. I bought you a stretch on Kingery. <laughs> Yeah, you would have like a, uh, you could buy a star and it never yeah. had a name. It was always like numbers and letters. Like yeah. you have star DG, like why couldn't they, anyway. That's how Elon Musk names his kids. That was the, uh, that was the gift. I love uh, an Elon reference. He's really taking over things, isn't he? <laughs> Not Twitter though. He backed out on that deal, huh? Yeah, I, mean, I think he was kicked out of it. Is that what happened? I think he said he was backing out. Last I heard they were, they were suing him for leaving Twitter. Oh, really? We don't really know much about this. I don't know why we're talking about it. This is, this is the stuff we normally edit before it gets to you. But hey, not all going to be winners when they're off the cuff. All right, people? The nerve of them. So, what, so it was, I mean, but this was an all-encompassing trip, right? You guys went, like, through all of New England. Did you learn any lessons as a family? Did, did you learn anything about your children? How long was it? How many days? Uh, we were gone like 17 nights. That's incredible. Yeah, that is like the old American road trip, right? Anyone when they were a kid go like on a, on a big... Now I want to ask this, anyone take their kids on that type of trip? <laughs> Just a couple yeah, right? of suckers left. Good. Where did you guys go? Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. There you go. That's, That's what we, we just one. went there. Did you get go uh, to the Canadian side or just? Yeah, we get Toronto, Montreal, Niagara Falls, and then Cedar Point on the way home. Wow. Oh wow, this is. I feel like it's worth it though. If you got, first of all, good for you teaching your kids how to get over the border in a hurry at a young age. Good. Like I don't know what's gonna happen with the U.S. So just let's learn how to talk to border control very young, and if you do a good job, we'll take you on roller coasters on the way back. You guys were going to do Cedar Point, but instead you said, I'll just make you throw up on the way home from West Virginia. Is that correct? That was kind of your move, right? We put them in a barrel and <laughs> shoved them over. That's the real ride. No, we did uh, Niagara Falls as well. That was the only day it rained. It was like bad weather. But we had great weather after that. Um, Niagara Falls is, dude, that is... You can go like right into it and the Maid of the Mist. Yeah. And then they had like a cave tour. Do you do the caves? Cave of Winds or whatever the hell they call it? Yeah, where you get like the, it's like being on a water ride. You're just getting soaked the whole time. It is like being on a water ride, but it's real life, dude. It is real life. That's not, a, that wasn't a ride you were on. That was some real shit. They went it the comes right at you, though. It is like, yeah, it was insane. And it's, um, they have the electric boats now. You know, the Maid of the Mist. They go right in there, buzz you around, 
And it's, uh, it's insane. But they say the Canadian side is better than the American side. Is that true? Because that pissed me off, all right? When you're on the American side, you're like, this is beautiful, and everyone's like, the Canadian side's better. It's like, well, why would you tell me that now that I'm here? But it's the Canadian's view that's better. It's our side that it actually <laughs> looks better. It's, their, it's more scenic. It's better because you can see a, the U.S. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, that, you see okay. all, of, all of America's beauty. You see all the bounty. You see the Purple Mountains and the majesty above the Fruited Plain. So from there, we went to um, New Hampshire. That's where we saw you, which yes. is another. That's, that was like my place that I'm in like promoting. Go to Portsmouth, New Hampshire. It's so Never great. would have been there before. And it's, it's beautiful. And it's right like an hour north of Boston. Very easy. It's like if it's a cool. Hallmark movie was a town. I think that's how I would describe Portsmouth. It's very like everything is perfect. Everything is like. Yeah. What's your favorite Hallmark store. movie, Jim? Uh, most of them, really. I don't know if I. <laughs> they're very hard to differentiate because they're all so good. I think the one I like is the girl's a little quirky. Uh, and she's. She's dating a guy. He seems okay at the beginning, but he doesn't hold a lot of doors or anything, you know? But then at a writer's retreat, she meets another guy who, bit of a bad boy. Uh, he may not turn in his manuscript on time, but he knows how to party, and he knows how to love. And uh, anyway, most of them. They all pretty much follow that exact same formula. <laughs> the stuff that you have to sit through now is a single man, huh? It is great. I love it. Isn't Mario Lopez in a bunch of those? I would not doubt it. Yeah. Well, I now you're backing off. It. Now you don't watch them? I mean, I haven't caught up on all of them. I get enough Mario Lopez just turning on my TV in a hotel that never touching it again for the rest of the trip. Anyone, anyone else just watch previews for the entire stay? Endless loop of Mario. He is a uh, busy man. Sure is. Even uh, at the gas station. You? Have you been at the gas station and all of a sudden he starts yelling at you? Holy shit, is that... Just trying to fill up, and he's like, hey, have you seen the movie I told you about in your hotel room? You're like, no, wow. Is he following me? These targeted ads are getting He is incredible. everywhere. Say by the Bell 9, starring me. He's always in front of that globe, too, an extra, the spinning globe, <laughs> and telling you about a Kylie Jenner. You're like, can you fucking calm down the background a little bit? Like he's delivering news of an asteroid coming. <laughs> It's always about, like, Bruce Willis's kid. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a uh, lot to get to. I, I want to bring out our guest. Do you think it's time to bring our guest? I think it's a great idea. We have a wonderful guest. I'm very excited. I'm very excited about this, too. You know, um, she's been working with us a little bit on the road, uh, did some opening. We were in Michigan City, Crystal Lake at the Row. She opened at the Vic. Yeah, she did. Um, and she's a South Sider. She's a Chicago girl. A St. Cajun warrior. Absolutely. And uh, she's doing a lot in the comedy scene. And we are really excited because we're going to have her come around more than today. Yeah. She's going to be... She's uh, going to be joining the all-over-the-place squad. How yeah. about that? She's, we're very excited. We're going to have some specific uh, some weeks where she stops in and joins us. And uh, I think we need another perspective sometimes. Can we say that? Yes, for sure. Uh, so let's get her out here. Let's give her a nice brimly welcome, huh? Could you give it up for Maggie Hughes DePaolo? Yeah. Come on up, Maggie. Hey. Yeah, Maggie. What? Oh, my goodness. She brought something. Oh, my gosh. You guys, how's everybody doing? Thanks so much for having me. 
Maggie, what's up? Say hello. Cat and Jim, hi, you guys. Brims, non-brims. What did you bring? That is, that is a, uh, so, a, a Chicago move right there. You did not show up empty-handed. Never That's, show up empty-handed. You didn't have to bring anything. Is this a, from a bakery? This is from uh, a, a bakery. Do we have anyone from the north side? And Evanston, Wilmette area? Okay. So this is from um, Benison's Bakery in Evanston. We have you guys familiar? Fans? Awesome. Really? You know it? Is it great? All right. So I know you guys love sweets. You know, I am gluten-free. And sh No, you're not. No, I'm kidding. I'm fine. <laughs> I will say. I'm doing a swim-a-thon, so I um, need to carb up. He's got <laughs> I got think I ready. have celiac now. So I know you guys love uh, Danish pastries. What do we call them? Danish? You know, we've been saying pastries on here, and I'm not a fan of the word. That's a tough word, isn't it? But is there a better word to describe pastries? A Danish. Danish, is yeah. that what we should go with? I think. I always said sweet rolls. Sweet rolls? Sweet roll. I guess you could say Danish, too. But I always said, like, um, yeah, just sweet roll or bakery. Sweet, sweet rolls. rolls. Yeah. Danish. 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 I like Danish. it. I've always yeah, felt no like... No one really says pastries, right? It makes you kind of uncomfortable, right? <laughs> Would you ever offer like, that yeah, to someone? Yeah. Hey, do you guys want a pastry before we get started? People like... <laughs> no, I want to take a shower now. <laughs> Since you said that. So these, uh, if you notice, it says, do not eat. These sat on my counter all day. This was a rough, you know, my family was distraught that there were pastries <laughs> on the counter that were not for them. So it says. Even before you open it, I know how legit it is because it's got the string. It's got the it's string. It's got the that box. Is. They don't do this at right? Dunkin'. The when they string up the box, they pull the string a lot of times from the ceiling, right? Mm -hmm. It's like up in that beehive yeah. and they. Whoo, Yep. How much of Baker School do you think is not making? Do you think they go through a class on how to tie a double Windsor or something? Well, you could tell this was tied up by a new employee because sure. they just went around. They went around once. Loosey goosey. Um, they didn't do the the whole bow. But the seal was not broken, so these are fresh. These are fresh from today. I brought um, an apple fritter. I know oh. Pat likes apple fritters. Wow, uh, Jim, I've look got a glazed donut for you. Um, <laughs> if you guys want to get in there, I know you guys were hungry oh, earlier. There you go. A fritter. Anyone want a fritter? <laughs> anyway, we're, if you guys reach under your seats, everybody has um, a Danish. It'd be awesome. Just the whole room is sticky when we leave here. Next show, like, what hey, the Jimmy, hell I'm going to grab a fritter. There? You know what? I'm going to give this to your uncle because he is a brim there you go. to the T. Where's Pat? Where's Uncle Pat? He's uncle right over Pat, here. There you here. go. There's a fritter, bud. Look at that. Is that okay? Giving back for the give back. Your generosity, <laughs> Patrick, unbelievable. Here. So for the story behind this, does this have something to do with our, uh, our, because our, we did a we did a pastry-free month. I know that, and that's why I knew you would be ready ready we to are. devour these. Um, yeah, well, I knew you guys liked uh, sweets and treats, and um, a funny story I have about Pat is um, Mary-Kate Beck, who's also a comedian, met with you years ago. Um, so my, my day job is a recruiter. Um, I interview people for a living, and one of the things we do is we prep them to go to interviews, and one of the things we say is if you're sitting down with a hiring manager, don't ever order a jelly donut, right? Because that's something that's awkward to eat on an interview. So Mary-Kate uh, went to meet with Pat to talk about comedy, and she came back the next day and said, how'd it go? And she's like, you're not going to believe it. Pat McGann ordered a jelly donut at our meeting. <laughs> That is balls right there. That's a man who's in control. Which I, I love. It was probably a sweet roll. Was it a sweet roll? But it was probably fruity. It was, it was, <laughs> and uh, so I loved that story, and then I, I later learned that you love, um, you love sweets, so I brought them for you guys for having me. This is so great. And I this love is, it. these places are vanishing, right? Dinkles, um, there's a bakery in, uh, on, what is that, Lincoln Avenue on the north side? Is it closed now? Is it gone? 
or it's about Jesus to close. Son, yeah. We had one Hunsinger's growing up, old German bakery had, in our hood. Um, I know Kringle is your favorite, right? Kringle. I like a Kringle. I didn't have time. I like to a coffee it. cake. Yeah. Racing. I know that uh, these people are probably like, "What the hell are they talking about?" <laughs> 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 I like pop tarts. Mm-hmm. I like. Uh, we learned that they are pastries. This is pastry on the wrapper of a pop tart because I almost <laughs> bought one in a hotel lobby because I was struggling trying to get through June to no, no pastry month. But we did do it. Yeah. We picked a 30-day month because you didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of cookies. I will say that for a non-pastry month, a lot of cakes, a lot of pies, lots of cookies. Which pretty much falls but in line with all of them. They're not pastries. I'm so sorry. So what, what was the first thing you guys both had when you, when you broke your fast? I, had a, I think I had a fritter. You had yeah. a fritter. I, I got you? one at Wolf's. Wolf's. That's a good one. Yeah. Grand Park. I was waiting Wolf's in line bakery. at Dunkin' at 12.01, and uh, <laughs> they're like, can I help you? I'm like, not yet. Hang on. I need a minute. Duncan, that's your go-to? No, okay. it was, okay. no, I don't know. I think I went a uh, chocolate croissant. I think that was my move. There you go. Well, I'm glad that you, These you are guys great. let me know how you, how you feel about them. And um, next time, we'll bring a different bakery if anyone has any other suggestions. I'll make Look a at stop. this. I I'll think make that's a, a great stop. idea. I love it. And Maggie, I had one of those stories where I was doing, uh, I was out for a job interview. I wish I had known you and your recruiting services at the time because like, it was like they had like every candidate in a hotel, right? Just in the hotel restaurant waiting. And I'm like the 9.30, and the 10 o'clock guy is there, and he's having breakfast. And it's like 8.45. I'm like, oh, it's a great idea. I'll have breakfast, too. So I order breakfast. And then at 9 o'clock, the guy comes in. He's like, all right, my 9 o'clock didn't show up. Jim, are you ready? And I'm like, ah. Mid-omelet. And the 10 o'clock guy is like finishing up. And he's like, I'll go now. I'll go. And just totally jump me. Yeah. Yeah, you can't eat Mm -hmm. in an interview. Well, now I know that, Maggie. And... But they were interviewing you at a restaurant? Like, it, they, he was basically holed up at a hotel, right? And everyone was hanging out in the hotel restaurant. Those and are called speed interviews, where you have one every are? half hour. Okay, yeah. yep, that makes sense. And where do they get the term? Uh, I'm like, just kidding. I think yeah. it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> mm, and why do you go up to the that? room? Do you go to his room? Or you go no, into like no, a... it's not like... <laughs> oh, okay. It's not like a... He's like, Jim, like, he sign this waiver. a card. His... We'll give you a T-shirt. and you... <laughs> No, nothing weird. It was just a normal job. Guys, why is everyone... He hands you a I didn't get the job, but now I feel like I'm happy about that. I don't know what I would have been doing. What do you see as a, as a recruiter? Like, what's going on in interviews right now? Who's, who's like, running the... Because you were hearing about, like, this uh, what great resignation or people, like, leaving. Like, who's holding the cards right now? Yeah, I think that's, that's a little bit of a myth. I think that um, that's just what millennials are saying on the internet. Um, <laughs> the world is still moving. People are, are taking new jobs. Um, I deal with salespeople. You guys were both in sales. Mm-hmm. Um, did you fill Jim's position after he? <laughs> I did. I had to backfill uh, Jim's position. Um, but yeah, no, I think uh, people are still moving and, and shaking. I think things need to be sold. Are you finding that there are enough people for the jobs? Like, are there jobs out there that you know that can't get filled yet? There's definitely a decent amount of people who have left corporate America to do other things. Um, but as far as what I do, uh, there's definitely people that you can find. Um, people that have gotten out of it and then gotten back in. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe in six months, that might be you. So let's say, <laughs> let's say if you left the workforce or to pursue your dreams, and then a gigantic recession happened, in theory, in theory, where suddenly the whole world was priced like an airport hotel. 
and you wanted to re-enter the workforce. Wait a minute. Is sports memorabilia not worth anything? Well, hang on. That that has not changed. I appreciate you asking. Nope. Uh, baseball cards are still still quite the currency. I'm just asking in general. I could be talking for Steven. I don't know. Are they welcoming people back into the workplace if they've left the workplace? Yeah, definitely. Right. Definitely. Right. Always jobs out there for comics. That's it. <laughs> So what other uh, like tips do you get other than don't eat a jelly donut? <laughs> <laughs> don't eat a jelly donut. Because I think that's a little instinctual too, right? So. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a if, more of a hand to mouth thing, right? So you can talk without jelly running, running down your chin. Um, a couple other tips we we give you know what to wear, right? Um, so that you're not distracted. Um, a lot of men uh, sweat really bad in 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 interviews, so we. We tell them, you know, wear, wear something that's... We tell them don't sweat. If yeah. you could... Try not to sweat. Mm, maybe um, bring a cooling fan and a yeah. towel. Yep. Uh, you know, be on time. Don't eat breakfast 20 minutes before. Uh, Everyone was your, doing it. Your time gets... Yeah. Um, I think when you tell someone that has a sweating problem not to sweat, that does help relax them. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> You're like, oh, perfect. Good. Definitely. Oh, you mean like under my armpits? Okay, yeah. Yeah. I won't do it there. Just don't think about it. Sweat anywhere. Do you hear that, ass crack? <laughs> Stay dry. Oh, my God. No, but there's got to be like questions that come up all the time, right? Like you, you should expect them to ask you this or yeah. you should, no? So one of the things that, that should be common knowledge is when... So this is a good one. Um, where, where do you see yourself in five years? We prep candidates to say things like, I see myself doing this job, right? They, they want to know that there's longevity. Uh, Mary Kate Beck, to bring her back, um, who worked for us for a bit, I interviewed her and I said, hey, for a recruiting job, where do you see yourself in five years? She was like, definitely not doing this. Uh, this is <laughs> short term, um, maybe six months. Um, Probably in your seat, asking the same <laughs> stupid questions. Right. I'm going to Ferrari. Um, do they still do like the like your biggest weakness? Strengths and weaknesses, yes. And should you say pastries if you're Pat? Or? You should say, <laughs> yeah. Um, strength and weakness is a big one. How would you answer that, Jim? Yeah. What's your biggest biggest weakness in, in for a sales position? Yeah, I think I'm just too dedicated. I think that could be. <laughs> sometimes I don't even sleep because I'm working so hard, and I have to remember to take time for me. You know, but. When I work for a corporation, I just give them my all. And oof, sometimes, you know. Are you but, competitive? Uh, the most competitive. Who's asking? <laughs> Who is asking? Because I'm more competitive than they are. So those are both, both canned answers that I would say, don't, don't say those two things. Um, well, all right. What uh, should you say for your biggest weakness? Oh, my God. Um, time management. That's a good one. Because okay. then you can say, but what I'm working on is... Time management. I right? like that. Give them something to, that you're working on. Um, what if you're like puppies? I just like the little. <laughs> They're so little cute. Baby chicks. I can't yeah. get anything done. I just um, watch YouTube videos you ever all day. You see them hatch? Yes. They come out. They don't even know where they are. <laughs> or who their mom is. And I'm like, I'm your mom. <laughs> and I want to be everyone's mom here at the company. When do I start? <laughs> oh, poor Jim. <laughs> no? One thing people say all the time is that they really want to work with people. Like, what do you want to do? They're like, I really want to work with people. I'm like, well, good. We don't have jobs working with baby chicks. Um, <laughs> that's good. That's awesome. You're social. 
Is it hard? Like, do you have to like teach people how to set up their work from home situation for the interviews? Do you have to be like, hey, take down that Jan Jackson poster in the background? So funny enough, not the one with the hands over yeah, her. The one that with one? the hands. Yeah. That's, That's a classic. Uh, it's a great poster. Don't get me wrong. That's a good one. The Rolling Stone cover. It's yeah. a good one. That's a good yeah. one. Um, I have a picture of myself in college doing that. <laughs> a, a buddy behind me. <laughs> I'll post it. Okay, great. Um, during COVID, we did because people were working remote, and um, one of the things a lot of like young people were saying that lived in the city, they're like, you know, I don't want to go to the office. I don't feel safe. And this kid was telling me this as he was wearing like swim trunks <laughs> at his parents' condo. I'm like, I can see that you're in Naples right now. You are. You're not, this isn't about going to work every day downtown. Nice <laughs> try. Do you check people's social media and everything? Like, do you kind of walk oh, yeah. them through that before? We do. Because lots when you're sending a candidate, like, it's a reflection on you, right? Yes. Lots of jobs have been lost over social media. <laughs> That's a tip for everybody here and your kids. Like, what is it? Like, if you see kid. them doing what online? It's got to be... Criminal records. <laughs> um, All right. Those are frowned upon now? Is that correct? You guys are strict. Pretty yeah. strict. All right. Um, yeah, anything, anything. You guys frown goofy. on murder, then. You frown upon... Not big on felonies. Um, <laughs> no. What about red light tickets? Is that bad <laughs> enough, or is that kind of under Only the radar? Only if there's video or... Come on! Video. No! <laughs> That's I gotta all get that video. Knowledge. Yeah. In Evergreen Park, especially. Shut up! Big on that. Maggie, er big never mind. I'll Jamie was just that. riding dirty through 87th Street. <laughs> just, everyone knows you don't speed in Evergreen Park. Come I on, didn't kid. speed. I just didn't stop. Right. Yeah, as soon as you cross an EP, you slow down. Where were you guys Amateur. then? And tell us about you. I mean, you, Southsider, up north yeah, now? Yeah, I grew up, uh, I'm from St. Cajunans. I'm a warrior like Pat. They um, don't know. They don't. I, uh, Couple Cajunans. <laughs> yeah, St. Cajunans is just a haven for... Someone has to go? Yep. Someone, yeah. sorry. Anybody... Um, Set alarm for 6 p.m. We're leaving then, whether it's done or not. If we got a sucks, reservation. we should leave. Set an alarm in Who case it sucks. the hell did that? Also, 60 minutes? What's on at 6 o'clock on Sunday? Virtual church, Jim. <laughs> this is like when it happens with my parents, and they're like, really? I, it's mine, but I'm not reaching for no it. One, yeah, no one wants ownership on this If I look for one. it, they're going to know. Just let it go. <laughs> let it go. It'll be... <laughs> Siri, Oh, you know who that is. Sunday's I know who that alarm. is. They're calling back. Okay, I have to take this one, actually. <laughs> These are my test results. <laughs> That is. They weren't supposed to call. You live in the. We got it. The factory setting, ringtone. I love not customized. Somebody's ringtone and it's your like your alarm to wake up. It's like a Pavlovian response to it, right? Yeah. That's what I wake up to every day. Oh my god. But no, I grew up in the South Side with Pat, St. Cajuns. I moved up north. I am a trader. I'm in the North Shore now which really bothers my family. Um, <laughs> we were talking about Catholic fundraising earlier. Can you remember oh. another, uh, what was another way we got money? Walkathons, the walkathons. taffy apples. Oh my God. Uh, Queen of you Hearts. Had this, you had the same experience. Oh yeah, Queen of Hearts. That was blew up. Was insane. Was insane. Did you feel like, like, so I would go to communion parties and give my friends' kids cash, and I'm like, they are totally going <laughs> to buy Queen of Hearts with us, the parents. Like, this <laughs> money is not going <laughs> to communion funds. Um, they had a raffle in our neighborhood that was like a, it's not a pyramid scheme, but it's like a throw-in. It kind of is. It's like the people at the top make a lot more than the people at the bottom. Right. But it's not a pyramid scheme or anything. At a bar, at a, at a bar. It sounds like it, right? It's like an upward-pointing arrow scheme. But the purse scheme. went over a million dollars. That's crazy. It got like 
national coverage because it starts out, a lot of these things are paying out a couple thousand dollars. Like someone wins. Well, no one wants progressive, right? Yep. Rolling, rolling, rolling. And I remember going into the bar to like fill out tickets. You yeah, there was like there. lines around the back. And then someone from the western suburbs won, and the south side was like <laughs> oh, furious. Oh, <laughs> so pissed. Um, like, who's this guy? He's oh a dentist. <laughs> he was a dentist. He yes. already has money. He was a dentist. They were still talk about it. They're so pissed. He should give it back. The only good thing to come out of it was uh, the guy who owns a bar uh, redid the bathroom, and it was a shithole bathroom. <laughs> yes. And he got was so much pop? money that he finally gave something he back. He put in like a bidet. Some, yeah. I think like, put in a bidet. Throw up in here. This is throw up on the marble. So much nicer now. Um, it is a lot nicer now. Queen of Hearts. Do, um, they, do they make you give that? Because I know Catholic fundraisers, a lot of them are like, you better donate that shit back. When well, it's a million dollars, they try to do that? Half of the pot went to the church okay. that was associated. And then, um, yeah, the dentist got the other half. Um, <laughs> I think our school got computers, Jim. And for a Catholic school, that's a big deal. We don't, really, Absolutely. we don't do computers <laughs> much. Um, Remember being brought into the computer room? They're like, come on in. Oh, my God. Commodore 64s. Oh, man. Oregon Trail. And you're yeah. like, oh. Pardon me while I tear the edges off of this paper. The printer, the dot matrix. Oh, yeah. I love right that stuff. Side. I mean, it was old then. We're playing like Larry Bird versus Dr. J. <laughs> Dr. J oh was God. retired. The Dewey Decimal System? Yes. We used oh, the yeah, computers yeah. for that. Just to find the to I find don't the think books. our kids will ever know about the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> You know, we were talking about our trip. We just got back from a trip, and I know um, you mentioned us that you have a trip coming up. I do, yeah. We're but you're not going on a road trip. We are not going to drive to this place. <laughs> uh, Where yeah, are you headed? We're going to Italy. How about that? We're going wow. to Italy. Head into Italy. Uh, Jim, have you been over there? I have not been to Italy. But you went to the Roman baths, I thought. I, that was in England. Oh yeah, they—it's a traveling show. It's fine. They move them around. It's kind of—it's the off-Broadway production of the Roman Baths. Thank you for asking. The Roman Baths, like the the place you can go to in Niles. <laughs> not like the Turkish bathhouse. Oh, okay. No, that is also fine Super business. Nice. Like, let's not—you know—great people over there. You know, the Turks—they uh, have some candlelight stuff going on there. They do. They do. They do. Not a lot of bowling. You can bowl like in a yeah in a that's towel. Not, that's, that's <laughs> After your massage. You guys got like a family minivan gondola and head out there? Yeah. Well, we're flying, and then uh, we are going to do like a road trip when we get there. So we're flying into Rome. My husband loves history. Uh, I don't, so he's going to go. Yeah. Um, I like, fit right in on this yeah. side of the podcast. So we are, and then we're going to take a, a car down to the Amalfi Coast, to like Positano and Capri. But you like history enough that if he was like, hey, Michelangelo painted this. I do, I like, yes, I, he likes like many days uh, of, of history and tours and churches. We went on our honeymoon there, that's why we're going back. Um, and he was distraught because I didn't want to see like all of the history stuff. So he's bringing the boys and then my daughter and I are gonna meet him and they're gonna do all the, the history stuff. And you're just gonna be on a, a beach in a beautiful town? Pretty much. Town. Um, the first day we went to- um, Can like, you bring us some pastries back from Venice? For sure, I will be, uh, I'm gonna like bring Venetian a separate wines. suitcase. Um, but no, the first day we were there on our honeymoon, we went to, this, uh, to a church in Rome um, and I wore jean shorts, so we got there, they're like, you can't get in. And I was like, all right, I guess we should go to the bar then. Um, <laughs> he's like, this is so, yeah, we're going to Rome, and then we're going to road trip. <laughs> Did you give him attitude? Oh, he was like, yeah. I wore these at Cajunans. 
He's like, it says that you can't wear jean shorts. Um, might have done it on purpose. Why no were you in jean shorts? Were you just riding a bike? Because I didn't want to go to the church. <laughs> That's oh. a deep cut for a few brims in the back. Good. Now we know who's yes. been an old school listener. Only when I ride bikes, okay, obviously. Um, Did you know that about the gym, about Jim? Do you do you listen sometimes? So have you listened in the past? I knew that Jim wore jeans when he rode bikes before I heard that story. What happened to Jim? Wait, you knew, just, what just happened by to Jim? Me, just, I just assumed. figured you're a guy that wears jeans on it's a bike. That's <laughs> fair. When you got hit by that car, did you know that it would come up so much? <laughs> I had a feeling. Because uh, I, I called you, and I was like, hey, I got hit by a car. And you were like, are we recording? And I was like, no, I'm, I'd really like to get medical attention first. And you were like, don't say too much. You know, Don't say too much. We want to get this on wax. Oh, my God. My favorite part of the story is when you guys joked about afterwards, the woman, didn't she offer you a ride somewhere? And then you said, what if you guys drove around <laughs> and hit other people? <laughs> Just finishing her day oh, out. So like, I got three more to go before I can go home. Right. Let's get them, and I'll drop you off on the way. I had another scenario where they fell in love. <laughs> he did. He Which did. would have been an amazing story. Unbelievable. Right? How'd to... you guys meet? Oh. And then moved to Portsmouth. I had to back up to actually meet him. <laughs> And then they moved to Portsmouth. Right, exactly. Yeah. To the romantic, <laughs> to, to the quaint. Writers. <laughs> it's beautiful. But so yeah. the, um, the trip to Italy put me on a trail. Um, we do trivia here on the oh. podcast fairly often, right? You guys have heard the uh, trivia questions. So I put some questions together for you two. Uh-oh. With this idea of Italy involved. And then we have a, a Chicago thread in here, too. Okay. I don't know if you guys are ready to jump into the trivia. Now, Maggie, I have never won a trivia, so no pressure on you, but I'm terrible at this. And if you lose, it's an abomination, but good luck. All right. Jim's pretty good. Well, I'll ask you this question first, because this, this isn't a trivia question, but it's oh, a little yeah, bit of an yeah. all-over-the-place controversy. Do you, um, are you familiar with like the order app at Starbucks? Yes. <laughs> Do you think it's fair to go on an app and order a cup of coffee and skip the line at the airport. Follow-up question before you answer that. <laughs> Do you think fairness really comes into ordering coffee at an airport when you've got somewhere to go? Don't try and you... influence, Jim. That's, oh, I'm sorry. You're right. That's, you're badgering. We'll go with the fairness question. You're right. I'm sorry. Just at the airport? Is this Just at the airport. Very specific. I think it's totally fair to Hell use yeah. your app Hell at yeah. the airport. Thank Just you very much. Line. Thank you. I know I got some people with me. Who's on the other side? Who thinks you should not be able to? Ah, oh, one carmudgeon. I knew it. Specifically, because I would I imagine like family in tow and the ability to wait in any line at the airport would be minimal. So I would say at the airport, I'm, I'm with Jim on this. Yeah. That's uh, fine. <laughs> How's your apple fritter? Just put that on the pile of our society falling apart. <laughs> not giving a shit about others. Here we go. Example number Somebody two. Else. <laughs> This is a second alarm. <laughs> like, just in case you missed the first nine minutes of... 60 minutes is still on. You know, there's a, uh, a switch right at the top left of that thing. <laughs> that you go, and then it will just silence. Really? <laughs> but that's all right. All right, so... <laughs> She's like... <laughs> no, is you it... can say something. <laughs> Was this the same person with the same alarm or a different person? I'm worried it might be the same. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, nine-minute difference in duration geez. tells me it's the same alarm. Call it, a, call it a hunch. You hit the snooze, didn't you? That's what happens. We've all been there. Yeah, actually turn the alarm off. That, right. <laughs> 
That is a very Jim Flanagan move right there. She had it for PM? No, yeah, oh, it's 6 o'clock man. tonight, it goes off. You're like, oh shit, twice, oh, right? Wow. Right now and this morning both make sense, don't they? Like, we, don't, we don't even know what this is. We weren't supposed to be here. We just, I woke up late. My whole day's been off. I ended up at this podcast. Did you think to check it this morning <laughs> when it did not go off? We have church in this room at 6 a.m. You were, oh, you woke up in another state? Oh, wow. Oh, they woke up in Omaha. I was supposed to say Omaha. All right. <laughs> How'd you end up here from Omaha? You were there for uh, vacation? Oh, beautiful. That's great. And you guys made it here tonight. I love that. Very happy. When oh, I think nice. vacation, I think Omaha. I really do. I think <laughs> not during the College World Series or anything. That would be fun. But I think that, yeah, during off season, I love that. I like Omaha. I'm saying, no, I'm serious. It is a great town. Do really you get is. up at 6 a.m. on your vacations? Well, clearly no. I mean, not in <laughs> Omaha. It was a bit of an alarm mistake. 6 p.m. I'm guessing because of what was happening around midnight, a little imbibing, yep. you know? What happens in Omaha stays in Omaha. <laughs> That's <is> true. Because <laughs> okay. there's no internet. Here is a question. <laughs> there's no way for people to find out. This is maybe a You can play this game in Chicago, but this is maybe not as Chicago-y. But this is a game that you can play, an outdoor game, very Italian. It involves several, several balls. Jim. One of How them. <laughs> the small ball. Oh, this is the okay. You're, you're in. You're getting into the question. I'm sorry. There's a lot of backstory. Oh, there. I'm sorry. Okay. We 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 dive right in here. All right, all right. I'm sorry. This is the trivia. Okay. It's a game. <laughs> Began in Italy. Several balls, outdoor. The small ball that you have to get close to is referred to Cricket. as the Polino. Bocce. It is bocce ball. Cricket's got the mallet. I'm not good at trivia. Nice try, Jim. Well, I mean, that's screaming it out right away. Pretty, pretty straightforward. Give me that. Give me that donut. They have. Does cricket sound like Bocce, an Italian? You can room? get it like you know at pinstripes, right? You like put your card down and yeah. Do very they have it at, suburban. Uh, oh, do they have it at the Elm? Do they have it there? I don't think so. No, they do not. Okay. We used to do a lot of candlelight bocce when I was a kid. For <laughs> one of my friends got trapped in a castle, and these two plumbers used to help a lot and to raise funds. <laughs> We do candlelight botch. Did they eat coins? They did. Like you did from the charity when you were a young boy? <laughs> well done, yes. Chief on right, sir. This roasted chicken dish, named after an active volcano in Italy, started in Chicago. It's a recipe very popular here in the city, and it is uh, named after an active volcano in Italy. Chicken Vesuvio, someone yelled. Um... <laughs> Vesuvio. It is can I phone a, very can I phone much. Friends? Chicken Vesuvio. Very different than listening in your car, isn't it? We can, can, I we phone can a hear friend? you back now. It's different. You can't just like, Chicken Vesuvio. Are they idiots? Why do Please. they never... How, how do they, they not, not know this? this stuff? I don't understand. Somebody set the alarm off again. <laughs> Chicken. Wait, is bocce, back to bocce, is that bocce pizza? Is that after bocce, you think? B-A-C-C-E? No, no, it's spelled, it's spelled differently. B-O-C-C-E is a... But this, they said Chicken Vesuvio, when you pour the wine on it, and it smokes. Ah. That's where they kind of got the name. I had no... I would have gone Chicken St. Helens. Chicken I had no, no idea of any not... other... I had no volcanoes in mind. I was going to go Chicken St. Helens. It never stuck. Remember when I said I'm not into history I right before agreed. this? Agreed. Okay. Same team. Okay, so that 
this is a little side question. That is one of the three active volcanoes in Italy. See, you are going to shock Tony when you go to Italy and you know this stuff. Yeah, I'm going to pull right? this out. He's going to be right. so There's messed. two other active volcanoes. I just thought this was funny. One of them is named Etna. The other one, there's an Italian, I guess, sandwich-ish thing named after it. Jim. No. <laughs> no, well, like I'm guess. I want to guess. Like it would be like volcano, like calzone, but it's not calzone. What's the other one that's like? This isn't a calzone. This is a Mount Panini. <laughs> no. Um, Stromboli. Pizza puff. <laughs> Stromboli. Look at Jimmy. Mount Stromboli. Jim, you all, you see, look at this. You're dominating now. These are oh. about Italian food. You didn't tell me that. It's way different. I need you guys to chime in. All right, here's uh, this is a, this has a Chicago thread to it. This Oak Park native, Dan Castellano, is the voice of a very popular cartoon character who would really enjoy today's treat. I think I gotta guess. He is an Oak Park native, cartoon not the character. It's a cartoon dad, Iliad OJ. I'll hot dog it. <laughs> <laughs> Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. There well you go. Done. Well done. I needed a hot dog on that. All right. It's a good hot dog, Jefferson. I saw this, too, when I was reading about this. Did you know that he vo he also voices Krusty, the clown? And who did he base that voice off of, being a Chicago guy? Bozo? Bozo. Wow. Bozo. I had no idea. Bozo. Bob Bell has, like, Bozo. that that uh, gravelly, like, oh, you know, like, yeah. if you, you go back again? and listen Bozo. to yeah. that. <laughs> The grand prize game. Is that what he would say? Absolutely. Bozo buckets. That's was a there, blast from the past. Was there anyone who didn't want to be on that as a child, by the way? That was like my, that, that's what I felt like becoming an adult was. Like, I could get my own bozo buckets if I want to. I can, if I make all six, I can get my own 10 speed. I don't even. Dude, we went, I snuck in because my sister was a brownie and the brownie was pack say, was yeah. going. And I kind of like just got in yep. because you couldn't get tickets. Right. We won't. And you would be, we were lined up out there to see the clown. They brought us in. By the way, I want to note that as like a great Halloween costume for my kids. That would be fun. Like a bozo and cookie. Oh, God, that'd be. How creepy was cookie? <laughs> and the and wizard, Wizzo? The Wizzo? Wizzo, kind of. And the fact that he wasn't around a lot made him a little bit creepier, right? <laughs> like, hey, Wizzo's back home this weekend. <laughs> From where? Don't worry about it. It was right. just, he'll be around for a couple days. Where'd Wizzo go? Who knows? It's magic. <laughs> He's paroled. He's coming in. <laughs> I was going to say, he was in trouble most of the time. That's why he wasn't on the episode. I remember being there, and they were, um, it was at WGN, and they were, you know, they'd come in the hallway, and they'd be like, Bozo, get over to the wall, and Phil Donahue, this side. And Donahue was filming right across the hall. We referenced Phil earlier. That's amazing. He's banging Marlo Thomas. All right. Her dad started St. Jude's. Unbelievable. We're all connected. Full circle here, guys. How about right. this one? I got to get one. Here's an Italian who came into Chicago in 1971. His last name, Carabina. You may not know as well, but he came here in Chicago in 1971 as a broadcaster. And his last name is the family name, Carabina. Italiano. Jim. What does it no, no, no. I say Jim when I want to guess. You don't just say Jim as your answer. Jim. <laughs> Harry Carey? It's Harry Carey. One, one person was really happy. They knew wow. that answer, huh? Harry so Carey Chicago. Chicago. Good for Jim. you not saying it out loud, though. Good for you just waiting till someone got it right. Um. The mayor of Rush Street. 
Harry Carabina. He uh, came to Chicago in 1971. He was a broadcaster for the White Sox. Yep. That's when he started doing the whole seventh inning thing. Yeah. And then they got rid of him, and uh, the Cubs picked him up. There you go. What do we got here? White Sox fan. That's what's the score here. I think it's it's tied. Are we still tied? I think we're still tied. I think that is correct. I think it is still zero zero. All right, this one goes back. This is historical. This one you could really wow Tony with. All right, come come away with this one. This Italian physicist who became an American citizen worked very hard under the stadium, Stag Stadium, at the University of Chicago on a project that we all know well, <laughs> this Italian we physicist. I can, uh, hot dog is first name? I'd love you to give or that you a have, shot. Do you need a hint? I have no idea who this is. I don't know a lot of Italian physicists. I was just gonna, th I, I, everything, I could, I know. <laughs> everything I know is just like local Italian restaurants, I'm gonna guess. I'm just gonna be like, like I'm all face like uh, Joey Tifano. He's got um, like a he's got a name that you may have heard before, but it's a it's a definitely a unique name. His first name would be um, Vogue Suave. Rico. That's, Vogue. That's what's getting me. Vogue. I don't know the Vogue's get Madonna Rico. Vogue. Did she not do the song Vogue? Don't you judge me. Vogue. So Rico. Last name. Um. Last name, opposite of soft, letter after D. Madonna Rico Hardy. Opposite of soft. Jim got it. <laughs> Jim got it. What did you say? Madonna Rico Hardy. Rico Hardy. That's, uh, yeah, famed Italian physicist and voguer. Madonna. So the project is the Manhattan Project. Ah, okay. He split the atom. Okay. The atomic bomb. They built it in a city. Smart place, right? <laughs> We'll just leave this here around everybody for a while. Should we drive further? We just feel like we just left the airport. Nah. No, this is where we're doing it. <laughs> we get car sick if we get into the mountains. Let's just do it right here in the city. Enrico Fermi. Enrico Fermi. Enrico. Someone had that. Italian, came to Chicago, died here in Chicago. He, uh, can you believe that? They, they, they came up with the bomb right there? That's incredible. University okay. of Chicago. Hmm. I got half a point. You did. Rico, you really yeah. did. The Rico okay. nailed it. They were working on it at uh, Olive Harvey, too, but they beat them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they were working on it at University of Chicago and mm. DeVry. Sure. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. COD is still working on it. College of DuPage, we are still... <laughs> we're like, we're going to finish the bomb. They're like, guys, it's done. Like, not here. You don't remember that commercial? Don't you remember the commercial? Like, this is Enrico. Enrico likes science. He also likes working on cars. No, it was really? Enrico Fermi at Lincoln Tech Institute. <laughs> <laughs> this is Enrico. Enrico likes science and bombing countries. Oh, my God. He's helping us. All right. I can't wait to tell Tony about all this. Here's another one. Oh, wow, this one. Whew, this is a, uh, you talk about an OG. She really brought, well, for, first, I want to talk about this. Sister cities. Are you familiar with sister cities? A lot of the large uh, metropolitan area, areas have a sister city, right? Mm -hmm. Chicago, we got 28. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that until today. I like to act like I know this stuff. You know we have 28 <laughs> here in <laughs> Chicago? <laughs> Who are they? Any, any big ones? Um, uh, yes, yeah. Who That's are all I need to know. All right, Hamburg. <laughs> no specifics, please. Hamburg, Hamburg, Germany. That's a good one. Is one. Hamburg. That's where the Hamburglar came from. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Is that where you went to Hamburger U? <laughs> for I went to Hamburglar University. Is actually where I went. That's where. <laughs> did you I have to go to Hamburger U from McDonald's? I did not. Thanks for asking. No, I did not. It was, it's only. I think it's like a career path at that point. Like I, I don't think they send you just when you start there. I don't think they're putting you through a four-year program right off the bat. You get out. You're like, all right, now you're on fries. Like that's a. <laughs> Osaka, Japan. That's a is good another, one. Is another sister city. Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that real? No, that's a... The Chicago of Indiana? That's stepsister city. That's a, <laughs> we're half, half brothers with... Half. <laughs> Let's go half. We're half brothers with Elkhart. <laughs> no, but there is a, um, a major city in Italy that we are sister cities with. You can drop in there and they'll probably give you a discount on stuff. <laughs> Show them your state ID. Tell them where you're from. But it is a uh, fashion hub. F Florence. Florence. Is, it is Milan. Milan is well a. Well done. Milano. Is that what well, we got? Milano. So there we go. Yeah, yeah that's see? where they okay. came from. Yeah. We love their pizza. Where did they be known for fashion and cookies? That's a weird combination. Milan and the Milano. Is that where they make that? The, oh, the Milano. Yeah. I think so. Right. The Pepperidge Farm. Is that where Pepperidge Farms are? No. That's. Oh. Like, why do we lead with that? We've no, talked about that on air. We want to go to Pepperidge Farms. We, yeah. Where is it? We don't know. It's probably in one of our sisters. But we've cities. always wanted to see yeah. a. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. You know when like, like, like a pet passes, passes away and they're like it bought the farm. I always want it to be Pepperidge Farm. Pepper, I really yeah, do. I yeah. want it to like. I want to see my puppy and where they where chessmen grow. Here you know, you I think it'll be good. That's where goldfish crackers are from too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, they're in a little anything in a white out front. in a white anything pouchy in a, bag. Yep. <laughs> it's from the farm. Mm -hmm. The Pepperidge Farm. All right, this, this woman... We'll cut this before they hear it, don't worry. Okay, good. This woman was uh, intending to go to China to spread the good word on Catholicism, I believe. She wanted to help people out. Um, but the Pope encouraged her instead to go to America, where she helped Italian immigrants in Chicago. Mother her, Teresa. No, close. This woman um, had a housing project named after her that was made popular in the movie Candyman. I got nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're just... just yeah, them out. feel free, <laughs> audience. Phone a friend. They're like, maybe this will end sooner if uh -huh. we just yell them out. Let's push them along. Robert Taylor? It's Cabrini Green, Cabrini Jim. Green. What's That's next? That's a shame. <laughs> this pickled veggie relish is said to have started in Chicago, brought here by Italian families. You got... Okay. Jardiner. Jardiner. Yeah. There you that. go. See? Look at Maggie. Takes the lead. Now you got me. This is my speed. Let's go. Okay, well, you're warming up at the right don't, time. Don't this go back is to the last one. Is this, like, is this like rock and jock? Is this the 10-point ball? Let's stay away from the physicists. I got this. This win, This is for all the marbles. You got the Jardiner, though. You, you actually cook a little bit. You grill, you said, I right? I do, yeah. Yeah, I'm all about the... the Hot stuff that you can put on any kind. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Do you say this is for all, all the Marlboros? Do you like? Wait, 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 wait. So do you like? Winner gets all the cigarettes. Do you, this? do you like um, spicy? Yes, love spicy. Jardinier on everything. No kidding. Does Tony like it? Yes. He does. Okay. Yes. Because Sarah, I, I can't do spicy that much, and the, but she always like has to emasculate sauce. me in front of. <laughs> Like if I'm like, hey, uh, the, the buffalo wings are, are they really spicy? Like then she has to jump in. He doesn't. He can't handle it. His <laughs> stomach. 
These, if it's spicy, don't. <laughs> don't even. Oh, babe, my God. get something else. They have a kid's menu. Babe. She gets like a glass of milk if you drink anything yeah. spicy. No, I love spicy. She's very proud of being, you know, <laughs> liking the spice. Do you like. Do you so, sweat from it? So I, I don't. That would be something to not uh, get on a job interview also. <laughs> um, my husband is bald. He has a shaved head. So he loves spice, but he will sit and like you, it starts beating off of his head. While we're, um, Do you watch it like build first and then Every time I'm like, it's coming. And he'll just like grab, you know, wet naps and whatnot. I'm like, those are for your hands. He's like, no, they're for my head. Um, That's cool. But yes, I do. I like spicy. Um, and grilling out, right? You and have grilling. The, um, Big grill. I got the green egg. Anyone else oh, have a do? green egg? I got the green egg. Oh, that's a, you're yeah. a serious griller. Uh, it's like a set it and forget it kind of thing. But like I said, you got to watch it because your house will burn down. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Jim, used to grill, Jim used to grill out a lot, but he, he, then a bee came on his balcony. It's fine. I mean, they moved, they moved into the grill. and uh, The bees? They moved, yeah. They <laughs> and I let them. It's theirs I was just like, you know what? You guys are doing fine. Good luck in there. Do you smoke them out? I do not know. Yeah. They don't allow me on the balcony anymore. They're like, <laughs> sometimes I go to open the blinds and they're like, shut them. We don't yeah. want, I just want to see outside. They're like, you don't get to they're anymore. Like subleasing your, your balcony? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like, I have some honey. And they're like, no, buzz off, you know, and they don't, they don't share. Anyway, go ahead. All right. This is the last one. And then we'll take, we're going to do just a couple questions with you guys. If you guys have a question. We'll take a we'll do a quick Q and A yeah. and then we're gonna wrap it up. So here's the here's the, the last question. This is a uh, Chicago company founded in 1917 by an Italian immigrant, Antonio Pazin. Pazin. P A S I N. How would you say that? Yeah, of course you would. <laughs> you Irish people. <laughs> Pazin. Pazin. And we're looking for the name Anthony. of the company. Antonio. Yes, he sold so many of these four-wheel children's toys that he earned the nickname Little Ford. Little Ford, because he sold so many of these Chicago-made Tyco four-wheel children's toys. Big wheels? Four-wheeler, like the Tonka truck? The, um, are we looking for the brand? Kind kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a brand. It's a, um, it's a mode of transportation. Mm -hmm. I could give you that hint. Is it's... It um, Rojo. Oh, really? Oh, the wagon. It's wow. The, um, the wagon. The uh, the red. Come on. Red. I three seconds oh and I'm saying it. Three, two. The red flyer. What? The radio, radio, radio flyer. Radio flyer. Radio, flyer. radio yes. flyer. Right here. Well done. Thank you, Chicago, guys. Chicago, Illinois. Is that really Chicago? Italianos. I yeah, no man. idea. There you go. So there you go. Some Italian connects to our great city and nation. Beautiful. All right. Should we take some questions before we wrap it up? I think that's what we're going to do. And Maggie, would you yeah. be kind enough to grab a, a microphone out in the audience if anyone has any questions? Thank you. Hey, one more yeah, time for Maggie Hughes Apollo. I like someone bringing us pastries, Patrick. That's for sure. I think we need more guests who do oh, that. That was so much fun. And uh, I dove into my fritter. You didn't have any yet. I will. I don't want to be very all good. sticky in the middle of the podcast. All right. Do we have any questions out there, guys? Just raise your hand and I'll come to you. All right, that's our show. <laughs> Here we go. What's your name? Sean from LaGrange. Uh, my question is, when you started this, did you ever think it would go this long? This episode particularly, or? 
I mean, I thought we, we would have been done about five, ten minutes ago. I think we all did. Sean, great question. Um, no, I, I really didn't. I mean, we started this, I mean, when we started the podcast, the whole point of it was we were going to be in different cities all the time, right? Expecting that. And then we just talk about where we were. And then immediately after starting the podcast, the world shut down. And uh, so it was just, where's Pat walking in his neighborhood, you know? Um, and then, but it was just, it became like a great release. And, and, and just, and then yeah. we kept hearing from more and more people just... I don't know. They like hearing it. You know, they 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 like listening to us just have those conversations, and it was something we just wanted to keep doing, and uh, it really grew because of the people who listened. I mean, that's the big part. Yeah, I think initially it was just gonna kind of see where it took us, right? And then it really kind of became like, do you remember we were doing two episodes a week? Uh, yes. During the pandemic, because it was really the only creative outlet. So um, no, I'm just thrilled that people listen to it. It's fun being on the road, and people come up to us after a show and say, "I'm a Brimley," or you know, we, uh, we, we've been doing a lot of shows now, touring and, and promoting it. So, um, I mean, it's just been a ton of fun. And Sean, who asked that question, Katie, his wife, is our uh, producer and helps us a ton. Yep. Can you guys give it up? Give yeah. it up for Katie. Do great work. Katie Helman McCarthy. Um, and having Katie's help and now, you know, bringing Maggie on board, like, it just helps build it and, and keeps us engaged and fresh and, and keeps it all moving. So... The fact that you guys show up like, and, and come here and interact with us. We love when we get a review. We love when someone sends us a note on social media. And we like to read them on, on, during Brimley Banter on the episode. Um, that's what keeps it going, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's the only way we know people are really listening. We get st stats yeah. that we look at sometimes. And it's fun because like you'll hear like today I got a call from somebody who was just like I really liked this joke you know what I mean like just something that happens during an episode like people are really specific with their feedback on it and uh, and that feels great and again like you said every city we go there's people just walking up to us telling us that they listen and and that goes so far right yeah for sure no it's it's been a lot of fun so we we hope to keep going we hope to do uh, these live episodes every now and then we really appreciate you guys coming out here. All right, we have another whatever question. Whatever one shirt hers is, whatever one is. Which Kathy, nice to meet you. Kathy, where are you from? Here you go. Um, so I'm kind of new to the show, um, but I've never heard where Brimley came from. Yeah, that is a uh, popular question, so that's a good one. It's a really good question. Can we, Maggie had that question earlier today, and Maggie went to the wrong place for that answer. Is that correct? Don't go to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what is this named after? And I was like, what do you think it's named after? And she's like, I can't say those words. And uh, Don't go to Urban Dictionary for anything. That's Don't very take true. <laughs> Look up hug on Urban Dictionary. It's like, <laughs> means jizz. <laughs> What's your name? Kathy. Kathy. So, Kathy, you are a Brimley, right? If you're listening, if you tune in, that's what Brimleys are. And it came, it, ca it came from Wilford Brimley. Yeah. Is where it came from. Because early on, we were like, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to do every week? And then we were just doing our thing. And Wilford Brimley came up like two or three times in the first four episodes. And it was, we were kind of like making fun of ourselves, like, dude, what are we doing? We're talking about Wilford Brimley a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's our target demo. And then, and then he died, and we were like, okay, well, there goes our mascot. We, we had a special committee, did a special episode and everything. It was amazing. No, he, uh, I mean, and then, and then just really kind of paved from there, the way right? for, uh, you know, no copyright infringement. So, yeah, right? and it made it much easier. We can Absolutely. use his name. Absolutely. Uh, so, that's kind of where it came from. And then, and people like yourself, Kathy, who go back and listen to the old episodes, we like to call them the cocoon. That's what we like to do. Yeah. Yeah. Those are really the inner brims. Yeah. And the people who no longer listen, we lost them due to diabetes. So it is, I just made that up. That's unsanctioned. I'd like to apologize for saying that. All right. Good. Oh, here we go. We know this one. You know not to speed never 
All right, Pat, what is your question? I want to know what the status is with your uh, basketball hoop. <laughs> Where are we at with that? You know what? I thank you for bringing that up because it is an open wound that <laughs> will never heal. No, I had a, a big basketball hoop fiasco. If you guys ever uh, haven't heard the story, I think it's like episode title Kevin Johnson is it named so. after that yeah. dude. So here's the deal, Pat. I'm gonna. I, I got a hoop. I ordered a hoop. Uh, I ordered a portable beast two nights ago. Just ordered it. Portable. So supposedly it's gonna be here August fifth. But I'm not telling my kids. Um, I'm not telling my wife because I don't think it's gonna show up. For a little bit of backstory, Patrick, the uh, you you had ordered a hoop from a gentleman named Kevin Johnson, or he was gonna install it, and then you paid him the money. And I then gave him a deposit, Jim. You gave him a deposit. What I, percentage of the total would you say that deposit was? Oh, not much, but I I lost four hundred dollars. Okay, Jim. all right, good, good. And then he just never showed up. Is that correct? Yeah, and you keep reminding me. And he just stopped returning. He's like, "Yeah, I'll do it. Four hundred's great to start." And then you never saw that man again. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> hey, Pat, I'm curious. Before the first time you did Letterman, from the moment that you got booked to actually going on stage, what is the process? How long is it? Just curious about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that's... Uh, Going back, 2014 was the, the year I did it, and I was um, I had sent a tape in. The whole process kind of started when I was working with this comic named Nick Griffin, who was like Letterman's favorite. We were working in Columbus, Ohio, and he was like, hey, they're looking for new comics, and he really greased the wheels for me. So I sent a tape in, and I'm telling you, it probably took like eight months before I even heard back. And then I heard back in October, um, of 2013 and he was like we're gonna have you on early 2014 so he told me in October and then he told me the date too um, and then it was just kind of the process of sending the tape was like a volley back two or three times like hey switch this change this joke because the people that are booking you they want to feel like they have their fingerprints on it I think having gone through a few times the experience um, but yeah that was it send the tape go back and forth wait and then uh, you know, then you then you worry about getting bumped because I know a lot of comics that go on a show and then they get bumped. That's what keeps happening to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was supposed to be on national TV a bunch, but like stuff keeps happening. They're like, Matt Damon's here, you know. Now it's just you put it online. Now right. You, you know. Right. But oh, it was. Uh, yeah, that was that was a process. It was cool though. Any questions for those of us who haven't been on national television yet? Any? Yeah, okay. What well, we? David, where are you from? Logan Square. Logan Square? All right, what's your question? My question is, is back to the puking in West Virginia. Thank you. Who was driving? Who might have been on the drive or not? I like David. I like David. David is a plant that I brought. Uh, <laughs> David's question. You know what? My uh, eight-year-old was actually driving. <laughs> and I think that's why I got nauseous. But he was puking I because he was hungover, right? Threw him, that threw him right into the fire. <laughs> I was driving, um, and it might have had something to do with that. The best was we had a kid with us that, like, so the, the last two nights of our trip, we stayed in West Virginia at Sarah's friend's house, and then her friend is from here, Chicago. Okay. So she's like, will you bring our oldest, you know, her boy, like, were you driving back? And we had a room in the car, 
Well, but that's her. a huge undertaking. Now you got to get another yeah, kid back? But they put us up for two nights. I mean, fair. This farm. Okay. It was beautiful. Jim, I was pissed about it, too, but I can't. <laughs> hey, you can stay in our guest house as long as you're responsible for our child. It's like, oh, man, here we go. <laughs> no, it was great. He was, he's a good kid, and it was a lot of fun. But it was, um, he was sitting next to the, 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 like Elliot, and he threw up. And then we moved Elliot up and then move back Luke so he could throw up next to the kid as well. So <laughs> <laughs> he had a great trip. He had a lot of fun. <laughs> Do you tell the parents like right away when that happens or is that like uh, is that something they find out when you get to Illinois? I think he'll tell his parents. Okay. You haven't told them yet, have you? No. What if they listen and this is how they find out? <laughs> I was very happy to drive him home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one more question here. What's your name? Mary. So how did you guys meet? It's a great question. How did we meet? Uh, uh, it was an online dating app. And uh, <laughs> no, uh, stand up. I Jim mean, was supposed to be a girl. <laughs> <laughs> we met in uh, Aurora. Yeah, we did. Uh, wow. <laughs> Not expecting that to get a weird pop. All right, good. Woo! Okay. Where all relationships blossom. Mm -hmm. At the outlet malls. <laughs> off of Farnsworth. No, we were... Uh, That's a great part of that story. We were doing stand-up at Walter Payton's Roundhouse yeah. in Aurora. Yeah. And I... Uh, that's where I met Jim. He was hosting the show, and I was doing a set. Yeah, and we became friends. It was your birthday. Was it really? I think it was your birthday. Amazing. And it, there is a funny outlet mall part of that story, because we, we kept working out there, right? And a couple times, like, you'd pick me up on your way to do the show at Walter Payton's Roundhouse. And then once you had to stop at the outlet mall on the way back. It's kind of like, you know, if you stay at your friend's house and they make you drive their kid back home. It was kind of like that, right? You picked me up and took me to the show. And then you're like, hey, do you mind if we stop at the outlet mall on the way back? I got to return something at Bose or something, right? And then you opened your trunk. Do you remember what was in oh, there? Oh, I had all the helmets, the baseball helmets. You had, <laughs> like, a, a full set of all 30 Major League Baseball team helmets. <laughs> in your trunk next to whatever we were. So we just took the thing out and we're walking, like carrying it. And I look at you and go, did you rob a giant Dairy Queen <laughs> on the way here or something? Like what was your day like? Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, that's how we met, man. That's funny. No, podcast didn't even exist then. Absolutely not. And then we invented it. <laughs> we sure did. You guys, this thank you This one's alarm's so much. about to go off, so she's ready to go. Yeah. Well, listen, we appreciate you guys being here. That was uh, so much fun. Everyone tuning in and listening to the episode, we're going to do this again, hopefully soon. Uh, we appreciate you guys being with us. And uh, download, subscribe, leave us a review, and always we love some Brimley banter. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, and oh, not yeah, just any T-shirt. Can uh, we talk about that? I got some T-shirts from the Vic. Yeah, Pat McGann 2022 shirts. Free with a purchase of a $5 cup? Yes. That's amazing. Because I did not sell enough. All right, good. <laughs> I was trying to sell short sleeve shirts in January. <laughs> now you can get them right here. It's July, what, 24th? <laughs> Pick up That's a shirt it. on the way out. Thank you so it's much free. for being here. Also, do me a very big round of applause for our friends at Zanies. Everyone working very hard on this tonight. Your servers, make sure you take care of them as well.
Yes, huge thank you to Zany's Rosemont. Love this club. Um, you know, this place opened, what, is it seven years? Yeah. Uh, 10, 11? How many years? Zany's. What is it? 27. No, it's 10 years. 10, 10 years. years. 10 years. I was the first comic on this stage. I hosted the first show here. Unbelievable. And I love this place. Yeah. This is, this is home. And this is where we record usually every uh, every Tuesday. And um, we're going to be continuing to do that. And every Thursday, these are going to come out. You got it. Thanks, Jimmy. Good All to right, be with thanks, you, buddy. Everybody. Great to see you, brother. All right, guys. Thanks, thank everybody. you very much. See you next time. Bye.